Welcome to Karate Kid 2 Minutes, a podcast where we discuss the Karate Kid Part 2, two broken minutes at a time. I'm Robin, and, uh, well, actually, Matt isn't here this week. Uh, We sent him away for a fact-finding mission uh, to a Naha bar to learn all about icebreaking, which is what we're going to be talking about a lot this week. But I have a great guest that's going to be hanging in the uh, virtual studio all week with me. Uh, welcome back from Cobra Kai Companion, Peter. Hey, hey, happy to be here. And I know I have big shoes to fill, so I'll do my best. I Yeah, and that's probably one thing that uh, people don't know about Matt is he has abnormally large feet. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, it's kind of a joke that clowns wear these shoes <laughs> like that, but that's literally what Matt wears. It's really freakish but he's great with you know like no, he walks into like a karate ring and people don't know what make of it and uh yeah they just kind of walk away that's how matt wins by default well he's right. uh, pretty intimidating especially with the big clown shoes <laughs> yeah right, right you're gonna wear those in the ring yep i'm gonna wear these <laughs> uh today we are talking about minutes 66 well to 68 of the karate kid part two they begin with chosen entering the chat and end with some breathing and some praying. All right. So we left off on Friday with Daniel, uh, dragging Kumiko into some seedy bar, which has an ice rack challenge. Um, and he shoots his mouth off a bit about how the soldier is doing it wrong. And now that soldier is, uh, challenging him to try it. Like you think you could do better. So just, just like the Russo, sometimes they don't know when to, um, um, but maybe he should. It, it is in a bar to be, you know, to be fair, he's in a bar, so he does have to say it loudly so that way Kumiko can <laughs> hear him. But yeah. you know, you, you just want to be careful that you're not disrespecting the guys that are currently, you know, participating in such a challenge. I mean, he's standing right in front of Daniel. It's like, can you be a, just a tiny bit more discreet about just telling, like, he's not going to do it, he's not going to do it. See, I told you he couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Of course he it's might as well whisper him. it to the soldier himself. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let, let, let's talk a little bit about this uh, ice, I call it ice rack challenge, uh, ice block challenge. Have you ever seen this done in real life? No, no, honestly, I no. Yeah, I I thought that, uh, you know, with the days of, uh, you know, social media challenges that there would be something like this. But um, yes. I don't know if anyone has like the, the hip reflexes that Daniel talks about. Uh, Right. Uh, maybe it's too difficult. I mean, you know, I, what we're seeing, uh, you know, in the past couple of weeks here that people are randomly finding milk crates all over the city to build <laughs> pyramids. I, I don't see why we can't get ice blocks. I know. Uh, I, I literally wrote down crate challenge in my in my uh, notes here for this because <laughs> it, it totally reminds me of somebody just doing a stupid thing. For what? I guess, well, here they're earning money. They're gambling on each other, I guess. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd want to climb milk crates and go. Like, so So you actually beat the crate challenge. What next? Like, do you just, like, do you get internet famous for, like, two seconds? or? <laughs> I, I suppose so. But the, the one completion that I've ever seen they were putting money on it, and the the young uh, lady that that um, you know 
beat it, she got a lot of money, and it was it was all recorded. But every, everybody else has failed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and it is painful to to watch. Um, yeah, it also reminded me of the uh, uh, the ice bucket challenge. Uh, I don't know. You ever get pulled into one of these uh, internet challenges that that have been popular? Yeah, um, a few of them. I, I was nominated for the ice uh, bucket challenge. Yeah, um, I did do that. I also was nominated for the. Uh, I'm forgetting the exact. You know what what it's called exactly, but you know, uh, 22 push-ups for 22 days. Um, you know, uh, oh. every day 22. You know, veterans commit suicide. Uh, so it's to bring awareness to that. So um, did that a few years ago, and mm-hmm. that's pretty much it. I mean, there was a Running Man challenge, but it wasn't even like the the old Running Man that that we're familiar with. It's a new school Running Man. Um, yeah. I I don't even know where they got the name Running Man because it's, it's, it doesn't even look the same. Do you like run in place or? <laughs> yes, actually you do. Uh, <laughs> I did see one challenge where um, like this teenage girl, she she's doing the new school version. Her dad jumps into the frame, pushes her out of the way and does the old old school Running Man. So that was like my favorite one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I got nominated by uh, my sister-in-law for the Ice Bucket Challenge. And I refused to do it. I was just like, this is stupid. So I basically did 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 a, a, a post saying, hey, I was nominated for this. Uh, this is dumb. But here's what this is all about. Like, and, and it really is. It's, it's it, the, the point is to raise awareness. And I think I did this. Oh, yeah, I know what I did. I um, posted on Facebook a really uh, eye-catching photo of Brad Pitt. And it was like... So are you going to click on a video of me pouring a bucket of ice over my head? Or are you going to stare longingly at Brad Pitt and learn a little bit about, <laughs> about this? About the challenge, uh, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Idea. So, but my, oh, my sister-in-law got so mad at me. She was like, oh, man, you're such a jerk. Why don't you just do it? I was like, because I don't just do, I don't just dump buckets of ice over my head just because somebody told me to. <laughs> right, right. And, and some people were, you know, like it, it, it was a trend. And pe- some people were doing it because they were just nominated. I don't think they yeah. knew you know, what it, um, what it signified. So, you know, kudos to those that kind of did the, the research and knew what it was about to help bring that awareness. Right. Right. I even saw in like some circles, like, oh yeah, the, the challenge is like, you have to pour a bucket of ice over your head or you have to donate to this great cause. It's like, so you're discouraging people to like everybody who does a ice bucket challenge video. They're saying loudly and proudly, I would rather dump a bucket of ice over my head the donate to this great donate, right? Yeah, I one of the more creative ones I saw was um, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, yeah. where I, I think he there's like three different sequences where he can't seem to get away from uh, water being dumped on him. At, at one point, <laughs> he thinks he's in the clear and it's about to hop on like a motorcycle, puts on his helmet that's actually filled with water. So <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was pretty creative. Um, yeah, people jumped into pools, you know. So yeah, p- people try to do different things. Oh, that reminds me of so many videos I've seen of people jumping in the frozen pools and just getting across. <laughs> oh, my painfully. goodness. Those are fun. <laughs> uh, but back to the movie, like, would you want, like, if you were put up, if you were in a, you know, a CD bar in Naha and and uh, people were like, I don't know, doing this challenge, would you just, like, want to give it a shot? Even Especially, like, having, being a fan of Karate Kid 2 and thinking, ah, could I 
I wonder if I could do this. <laughs> like, Absolutely. I honestly think I might. <laughs> you know, the, there's there's actually something out there that's available that is kind of like this, but it's not ice. But at the arcades, they have like that that punching bag, you know, where you try to hit it as hard as you can, and it kind of it, it registers like your power or whatever. So mm-hmm. there's something like that. So if I found myself in Daniel's situation. I, I wouldn't even try to attempt three, you know, like maybe I'll come back when the bar just opens and nobody's around. But yeah, let me get one of those ice balls, just just one. And let me just practice one. with that. Yeah, you, you don't want to embarrass yourself and, you know, go for three and only hit one or two. Right, right. I mean, I don't know, like just trying it. I think that even, you know, gives you a little bit more respect than standing in the sidelines going, wow, well, I'm not going to do it, but you're doing it wrong. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that, too. That's that's a good point. You know, uh, uh, do or do not. There is no try. So, yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, uh, he, Daniel's getting yelled at and suddenly, like out of nowhere, Chosen is up in his face. And yeah. uh, so the stakes have now increased. <laughs> N- not only that, he must have taken a really quick shower and changed into new clothes after uh, kind of demonstrating and teaching some American soldiers just uh, a few scenes ago. It's so quick. It's so quick. We touched on this last week, but yeah, the, like, uh, uh, well, Toshio, did, did you notice Toshio seeing Daniel mm-hmm. and Kuma? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So Toshio sees them and then runs off to get chosen and then chosen comes back fully clothed <laughs> and it is 30 seconds, 45 seconds, maybe. <laughs> So pretty quick. The shower must have already been on. You know, you yeah. run in, run out, gel yeah. the hair a little bit, blow dry it, a little, little aqua, uh, aqua. What is it called? What was the hairspray? Aquanet. You know, spray Aquanet. a little Aquanet, <laughs> freshen up, put on a new shirt. You know, 45 seconds. I think it's doable. Yeah, no, definitely. And uh, what a shirt, by the way. Uh, I I stumbled across a Reddit post. I got to find it again and share it like on Twitter and Facebook, but there was a great Reddit post I, I stumbled across that was just like a, a gallery of the shirts that Chosen wears in this movie. And uh, yeah, this is another great one. Just a, it, a pattern. It is. Uh, it, it reminds me of, you know, the uh, the old classic joke, what's black and white and red all over? <laughs> right, right. Chosen. <laughs> yeah. And if you guys see the shirt, you'll know exactly what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wonder... Um, yeah, I wonder if they were using the colors of, like, the flag or – I, I, I don't that. know. Interesting. Except for uh, the, the flag's just uh, white and red. Um, right. Yeah, it's it, – it almost kind of reminds me of Korea's flag, you know, if, if, if you just had a little bit blue in it. Yeah. I wish I knew more about all the flags, but <laughs> I barely know ours. <laughs> yeah. Keep, seems to keep changing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so – Chosen now uh, is shoving Daniel because uh, Daniel's trying to get away. And yeah, I, I, Daniel was wasn't prepared to have like all these adult uh, military guys because I got to keep reminding myself Daniel's a high school kid. He's now in a right. bar with a bunch of like adult, you know, manly men shouting at him, and then turns around and boom, his arch nemesis is in his face. Um, yeah, of course, you know, uh, Chosen like immediately decided to be his arch nemesis as soon as Daniel arrived. But Daniel didn't exactly make things better by <laughs> blowing up his, uh, his game with the vegetables. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, 
Uh, I do like that Daniel, this doesn't seem like, uh, well, I don't know. We got a little bit of this in the the, the first Karate Kid um, on the beach between Daniel and Johnny, how Daniel is trying to be like, hey, hey, keep it cool, you know? Here, he, here he's trying to stay rational as well. Like, whatever problems Miyagi has with your uncle, they don't have to be ours. But, um, but yeah, Chosen does remind him that this is not about Sato and Miyagi anymore. He's he screwed up his uh, his little grift, and now now they have their own problems. <laughs> yeah, the, the interesting thing with this, um, you know, the, the the format of doing minute podcasts, I'm mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time trying to place uh, one of Chosen's quotes right now. I don't know yeah. if it hasn't come yet, but there's a quote that he says that I think you know, kind of makes sense in this scene here. Uh, do you mind if I say it? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah maybe maybe trouble looking for you. Mm. Yeah. You know, and so, like, he's trying to defer the drama, the beef, like, oh, no, no, this is just between your uncle and Mr. Miyagi. Like, you know, we're not part of this. He's like, no, you know, the, you, you know, trouble's looking for you, so we're going to make this a thing for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, Chosen did hit him in the middle of the street that was that was their last interaction so he did he does he does have the upper hand right now but still i think it, he, he's gonna look for any excuse to um beat on daniel get into a fight mm-hmm. with daniel um and this is when uh kumiko uh, uh straight up abandons uh <laughs> daniel but i i never thought she was like actually abandoning him abandoning daniel but then again it's like i don't know could you blame her like she was like don't go in there don't you know don't go first first daniel like wanders near uh chosen's dojo and when she's like you gotta you gotta avoid him you know and now they go into this bar and she's like no this is a bad place and he's like let's just go in <laughs> so. yeah yeah he's 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 always finding himself like in the wrong places and the wrong time mm-hmm. um so you know trouble looks for him but it's it's like he kind of walks into the trouble too. Kumiko mm-hmm. told him, she warned him. He's just not a very good listener. It's he's he's the foreigner in this town, you know. Yeah. And what are you doing going into play? like if somebody local to to the to the place I'm visiting says don't go in there, I don't go in there. Yeah, yeah, and and it, and it really, I mean, I hate to bring up what we've discussed in the past, but uh, just him kind of walking by, uh, what drew him in here in the first place? I have no idea. Like, I don't think he could see what was going on. Maybe he could. I don't know. Yeah. And, like, I, I don't know the rules of Okinawa or Japan um, or nor the 80s, but him being underage, like, what are you even doing walking into a bar? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, as a teenager, I never thought, like, walking by a bar, I'd be like, hey, what's going on in there? I'll go and look at, check it out. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, like, they, the both doors are open. There doesn't seem to be a uh, security uh, yeah. guard checking ID. So he's like, well, right. maybe as long as I don't order something with alcohol, I can I can walk in and participate in the ice break challenge. <laughs> he could be like, oh, I'm an American, whatever. <laughs> I'm just yeah. walking yeah, in right. I want. Yeah. Oh, hey, my people are in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I think I hear, hear some English. Um, actually, everybody speaks English. Never mind. Everyone's speaking English now, <laughs> just for Daniel's sake. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, Chosen uh, says he's tells Toshio to call his uncle, and um, and I think I, I'm wondering why call his uncle. Is it because he's broke now that uh, his scam 
is over. <laughs> he needs some extra money. Could be. Um, just the fact that Miyagi's there to save Daniel. I'm sure Chosen knows all about Miyagi. Um, and if you know he was kind of raised by his uncle, I'm sure his uncle's told him a, a few things from his perspective that makes you know Chosen dislike him. So, right. yeah. Oh, and the other thing is, I, I assume that all these soldiers here actually know Chosen because at first I was thinking. Oh, this this guy just kind of walks in off the street, starts screaming like, "You take bets! You call my uncle! You go nowhere!" Like, and 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 you know, if this is just another stranger just deciding to take over what's going on in here, you know, they might take some offense at it. But I'm assuming these soldiers all are, you know, uh, just after their their practice at uh, the dojo. I mean, maybe they had one before the last class. I don't know. They don't look too beaten up, so maybe not. <laughs> no, maybe, maybe not. But you know, it, it maybe it is that you know their version of Cheers. Like after your training, you go to this place and you hang out. I, I agree with you. I never thought about that, but uh, perhaps they do know Chosen or Sato, and um, you know, just his presence alone, they're like, oh, so, something's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. So Chosen gives three to one odds, uh, and. This is the part where I had to learn about odds because, <laughs> like, I don't bet on anything. I don't gamble. And I think the last time I learned about odds was in high school. So whenever, you know, I overhear some people talking about, uh, like, a, a, a big game coming up, and what they got, what what odds are, I, I, I'm usually, like, kind of, like, nodding and my eyes are glazing over. Mm-hmm. So my basic understanding for, is for three to one odds is that every bet against chosen chosen's going to pay three times the amount if he loses so he's saying that if daniel breaks through the ice he'll pay back everyone who wagers against him by three but if not he like earns all their money uh and i assume there's a way for others to bet like against daniel too this is where it kind of loses me like i feel like yeah. there's not enough information like they're all talking their own language you know, so to speak, you know, in gambling terms, like, oh, I got three to one, three to one odds. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, and, and it's so funny that money gets exchanged and then somebody's like, it's for all three, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't quite understand myself. It kind of reminds me of like Bloodsport too. Like in Bloodsport, yeah. they're also kind of betting um, odds. I think Lionheart, another mm-hmm. Van Damme movie. They're, yeah. There's always kind of betting when it comes down to this stuff. I never really paid attention and I just understand that the underdog usually wins. That's true. That's true. That I guess that's what you have to take away from it. Um, but yeah, I guess if you had like a podcast where you're doing all sorts of 80s martial arts movies, you'd have to learn about odds and betting. <laughs> so yeah. you have your head around every 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 uh, major betting scene that happens. <laughs> you want to hear a, you want to hear a joke? Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm odd because I can't even. <laughs> nice. That's, Somebody that's laughed. My, that's Somebody my. Kind of, I mean, no, you did. I, I did. That's, that's my, my kind of joke. Matt, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, hey, you're apologizing to them. I loved it. Uh, <laughs> um, it's here in the script where it says, um, uh, it's so strange that anyone would bet in Daniel's favor because it seems like, oh, wait, what am I talking about? Oh, oh, sorry. Let me go back. It is okay. very strange that anybody is going to bet in Daniel's favor because it seems like it's this is to be a long shot. But in the script, Chosen actually tells the GIs that Daniel is a stateside karate champ, which gets them fired up even more. 
You know, can this kid that just walked off the street break through three? They're they're thinking it's three at this moment. And now it's like, oh, but he's a stateside karate champ, so maybe he does have a chance. So they're just shuffling money back and forth. But I guess that that one line got kind of cut from the scene. Oh, I kind of like that, though. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, it, it kind of just, you know, adds a little bit more of a layer to the, the people watching. Exactly. Like, he's like, Chosen says, you know, this guy's this kid that is now being, uh, you know, yelled at because he's telling the other GI that he's doing it all wrong. Like he's now going to put his money where his, or put his hand where his mouth is, I guess, so to speak. I don't know. <laughs> and everybody else is going to put money down. Uh, uh, it, and now, but, but there's no other information that they have that he's actually has any chance of breaking through the ice. And now that would have been made it, made it, made it even more interesting for the bat at least. So. Yeah. Cause it, it uh, I think it also kind of adds pressure on Daniel too. You know, like throwing that out. Okay, well, now I have to break it because of, you know, that little bit of knowledge is uh, is out there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I have a reputation to uphold. Uh, yeah, it's just like the uh, uh, side tangent. I was looking at uh, uh, Karate Kid uh, toys from back when Karate Kid 2 came out. And it's so funny because uh, all the figures are, you, you see all the figures and they're all over the dojo playset and Everybody's got a name except for Daniel. Daniel is just called Karate Kid. <laughs> the caption says Karate Kid. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Daniel's known as Karate Kid, right? So he's got a reputation of old. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> uh, so then Chosen says, you have a choice, broken ice or broken neck. Great line. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, hey, you could be talking uh, about the soldiers getting mad about Daniel messing up the bat or and how angry he made the the last soldier, like maybe he's not even promising that he's going to deliver the broken neck. Like he is upset all these guys around him by saying, Oh, you did it wrong. Like, well, you're going to do it. Or these guys are going to probably beat you up. You know, it might not just be chosen. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, I look around the bar in the scene and yeah, these guys are GIs, but I swear chosen's the only dangerous looking guy that I see. (laughs) The rest of them are all kind of like, you know, fresh faced GIs, but they don't look like they're mean at all. They're not they right. Don't look, I don't know. Um, oh, uh, you should like this. Uh, I found an article from the reputable uh, website Looper. <laughs> I don't know if you've stumbled across any of these articles before. Okay. But the headline was Cobra Kai season two has a Karate Kid two Easter egg that no one figured out. And of course, no one is in capital letters. So, uh, of course, I looked at this article and saved it for this minute because uh, according to the uh, article, Daniel gets the spotlight uh, stolen from him uh, in Cobra Kai because he and he isn't able to break the ice. Right. And then at the end of the season, Miguel ends up in, ne- in a neck brace. <laughs> so broken ice or broken neck. Well, Daniel couldn't break the ice in Cobra Kai, and Miguel ended up having a broken neck. It was Daniel's fault. Oh. It's always Daniel's fault. And yeah. of course, the big three meant that as a huge Easter egg that no one figured out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my mind is blown right now. Insert head blown emoji. Holy cow, Looper. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm lost. I saw that. I was like, "What are you talking about?" 
oh, <laughs> such you a know, stretch. Like, that's the same type of article that's like, oh, Easter egg and Back to the Future that no one missed. It is now Lone Pine Mall. <laughs> yes, yes. No one caught that before. You believe that for 35 years. No one caught that. I've always, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to talk bad about a website, but uh, Looper, I've always stumbled across their YouTube videos. And it's always like, what happened to this actor that you never hear from ever again? You know, or what happened to this person's career? It's like, how dare you talk about other people like that? Yeah. I, I mean, there's another article where um, I don't know where the source of the, the live interview but it was one of those like kind of red carpet things, and they were talking like to Peyton List, and uh, the title card that comes up is uh, Peyton List, Tori Schwarber, and we're like, what are you <laughs> doing? She is not Schwarber, because at that point, like her last name hadn't been revealed. Well, I mean, not confirmed, but you hear Nicholson at at one point. Wait, Nichols, Nichols at one point. Yeah, I think and, I remember that. Yeah, and then um, yeah, uh, John Hurwitz you know, pretty much uh, confirmed it on Twitter, like, you know, after the fact. Um, and they, he even said, like, there's enough clues to let you know, you know, uh, her uh, parentage and, 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 all, and all of that. So it's Nichols. And people were just like, oh, no, she's related to uh, Allie because they, they say with the Y and with the I. Like that. <laughs> of course. <laughs> okay, yeah. sure. Right. Yeah, because they both said that. They must be related. So. <laughs> That website they went with Schwarber, and that's why a lot of people were saying her last name was Schwarber. Yeah. Now we are recording on the day that uh, is like now a month a month ago at this point when this this comes out. But Ed Asner, who played Sid, uh, passed away, um, uh, and uh, I had uh, former uh, guest of the show Dave <clears throat> message me. He's just like, "Is it too early for Cobra Kai theories as a result of this death? <laughs> like, are they going to do any sort of?" Um, you know, like, are they, is Johnny going to go to like his funeral? And we were thinking now they've already uh, filmed the latest season already. So they're not going to be able to comment on his death in this season. But what about next season? Right. Which is going to be, um, they're going to be filming that pretty soon here. Yeah. And, uh, and I said, I, I actually said like, I don't think Johnny would be like majorly upset about Sid dying. I mean, Ed Asner, you know, saint, but Sid, uh, not so much. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, to, to finish the story, Dave, Dave asked me like, what, what's going to happen with, with Sid's money? Like is, I mean, you gotta have, you know, cope with that. I was like, you think Sid's going to give Johnny all his money? I don't think so. It's obviously going to go to uh his secret sister from from another family and that is obviously how they're going to bring hillary swank in right so <laughs> oh wow you, you know what's funny is um i i was thinking about that earlier i go oh i wonder if robin's going to kind of open up with a little bit of kind of you know news from the universe here um as you were bringing that up i actually just received a text message from my boss hey did the actor who played sid pass away <laughs> so i was yeah. looking at that as you were talking about it. i was like wow that's very interesting. But um, the last time, you know, obviously we saw him, he went there and stole uh, Johnny went there and left with a statue. Um, I anything that that Ed Asner would have shown up for in the, the later seasons, I think it would have been brief anyway. And I'm sure they can rewrite it, you know, without him appearing and just have something else be mentioned in dialogue. Um, for those that don't know, uh, 
Rob Garrison, who plays Tommy, uh, passed away September 2019, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Is that right? 2019? Yeah, yeah, it was 2019. And um, uh, from what we understand, there were plans to bring him back um, kind of like in Johnny's Dream or something like that since the character had passed away. But the actor passed away, so um, I don't know what they decided to do. But obviously there was uh, no appearance um, or mention of Tommy uh, at all in season three. Mm. Yeah. I, and and it will be interesting if we get a posthumous uh, Ed Asner performance in this next season. Who knows? He might be in right. for one more episode. But right. if you're going to leave Sid where he is, like you had a chance for Sid to have some sort of uh, redemptive thing happen between him and him and Johnny. Uh, and it seemed like he didn't change at all. Like no matter what Johnny did, he's still not impressed. So right. Johnny stole that. And that was, and th- I, mean, I would see that as like, that's the end of Johnny ever checking back in with Sid, you know? Um, but who knows? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we do know that we have a younger Johnny Lawrence flashback. Um, with the the casting of uh, Thomas uh, Parabek, uh, I believe his name is. Um, so who who knows? You know, I I, I don't know the timeline of when Sid kind of came into Johnny's life, but maybe there's a chance that we get a flashback of him and a uh, you know um, Ed Asner voiceover with, with the um, you know body double actor that they used for him in the flashback in season one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, I actually have Johnny in my notes a little later here. Uh, uh, all right. So the, the, back to the movie, the, okay. So yeah, the, the soldier goes, he's got to break all three. Right. And I started asking like, why does he have to, what, how is it established that he has to break three? Was there three set up? And then I went back and I realized, no, that guy broke two. Daniel shot his mouth off and he asked him, can you do better? Which is three. <laughs> and, then jo- and then Josen's like, nope, all six. And uh, and that's when the soldiers start screaming, like, all bets are, all the bets in, all the bets in. Um, and I thought, wow, you think this crowd would be pretty upset about the change. Like, I bet on this kid that he's going to break all three. And suddenly the other guy's like, no, he's got to break six. Like, shouldn't a lot of these people like, no, 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 give me my money back. I'm, I'm not not confident about i mean i was sort of confident about three definitely not confident about six right right (laughs) i mean just looking at him alone like this guy is you know 80 pounds soaking wet you know my money is against him right right um at this point i want to thank uh chosen for first uh having me wrap my head around uh the vegetable scale scam and now having to figure out odds and betting (laughs) those are two tasks i had to do uh, oh, and this is where I had Johnny. I, there is a blonde guy in the background that I kept going. Is that Johnny? <laughs> like, oh, you're just, not. You're not the first. I, okay. I have. Yeah, I've seen screenshots like on Twitter and things like that. People just kind of joking, like, "Hey, look, Johnny was there." Kind of does look like Billy Zapka. Uh, I would love Johnny and Chosen to meet, and I think it's a tragedy that they didn't meet on Cobra Kai. Oh yeah, you know we we were kind of hoping for that uh, plane ride with the two of them when we first found out that Daniel was going to Okinawa. Yeah, yeah, I remember you guys uh, theorizing that Johnny would have, <laughs> you know, oh yeah, that Robbie would be missing in <laughs> somehow in Okinawa, and they'd both have to go after him, mm-hmm. and then we'd have a a, a chosen Johnny Daniel face off. That would be that would have been so cool. But I I still like what we got. 
Yeah, uh, apparently there was supposed to be something like that in part three. Like that wasn't an idea that was kicked around that, um, you know, that there was chosen Johnny returns and, and Daniel. That's something that UG shared in our first interview. Mm, that would have been so great. Yeah, because yeah, I've, I've seen like, you know, uh, not promo shops, but like press press photos of like them, uh, uh, UG and uh, Billy being mm-hmm. Like at the same like press event or whatever, and going, oh man, look at they're they're both in the same frame. <laughs> yeah, and if I remember correctly, I feel that picture also had Sensei William Christopher Ford in it, who plays oh, Dennis. That's right. yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so you have somebody from like the first three movies in that picture, which was very interesting. That would that that you know that could have been the fourth. You know, if if Ralph decided to come back, like all of a sudden, Daniel's. Uh, Worst fears is like they all team up. It's not just a crease revenge plot. It's crease and Terry Silver get like his three. I don't know. <laughs> get them all together. Mike Barnes, Chosen, Johnny, all in the same dojo, and they're all training to beat Daniel at the big tournament or something. Yeah, I mean that's just a few years after. Um, I mean, I'm talking about the the next Karate Kid when yeah. when that came out. That was just a few years. After my cousin Vinny and Ralph was still looking, he was looking, mm-hmm. I think, better than he did in part three. Yeah, yeah, I still have to watch then, that movie. Yeah. I'm going to do that on a bonus bonus episode. Um, okay, so there must be a time portal outside the door because it takes Kumiko 30 seconds to find Mr. Miyagi and bring him back to the bar. <laughs> as well as explain what's going on. <laughs> because Miyagi comes in, he's like, okay, uh, what odds? <laughs> uh, and... Uh, uh, and we have chosen just completely full of contempt, uh, ex- having to explain to this coward um, uh, what's going on. Uh, so, yeah, Miyagi kind of repeats a little bit of what he did in the original, which is make a wager uh, on Daniel's behalf, uh, just totally believing in that Daniel's going to be able to do it. Or, I mean, in this movie, he's not exactly buying him time, as he explains in the first movie. But maybe he saw something in Daniel in the first movie, and he was kind of joking about buying him time. That he he knew that he'd be able to beat Johnny with a little bit of training. Yeah, I um, Miyagi definitely sees something in, in Daniel. That's why, you know, he ended up training him and stuff like that. So, yeah, anything, um, I feel that... That Daniel, like the trouble that Daniel finds himself in, uh, finds himself in, I feel like Miyagi knows that he can get himself out, unless it's like a five-on-one. Obviously, Miyagi would have to step in, but um, yeah, I think he believes in him and uh, has instilled uh, enough uh, house chores in him that he can <laughs> that he can break uh, six ice blocks. Right. Uh, so yeah, Miyagi hands over six hundred dollars and. Um, Chosen is worried about uh, covering that, and that boom through the time portal comes Sato, <laughs> who, or, or you know, he was right outside the door as well. <laughs> it's it's possible that his dojo had an upstairs office that he could have been in. Yeah, you know, something I mean, like that back office or whatever. All villain dojos always have that big office. You can look down on the dojo. And oh yeah, yeah. Do evil plans. Yep. Um. Oh, yeah, I, I thought there was an interesting, another interesting parallel. Uh, Chosen kind of takes control of the room when he comes in. And uh, he says, he goes, Yosh, I give three to one. Eh? And, and, and the crowd goes wild. But now we have uh, Miyagi going, Yosh, now we have that. You know, like now Miyagi's kind of in charge of 
of things. But again, Miyagi just like raised the stakes. He threw in a bunch of money and what the, the soldiers are going to have to match it again. I, I can't, I can't figure out betting. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. RMK would be the guy to ask about this. It, yeah. Maybe he wouldn't even remember. I just threw some odds out. <laughs> Why are you doing this? He probably asked, why are you doing this? I guarantee that would be his first question to our podcast. Oh, this is too much. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, you're thinking way too much into it. It was the 80s, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Daniel has now officially lost his patience with Miyagi. And I love how high uh, Ralph's voice goes up. He's like, I can't believe this. I won't be able to break that. He tried twice and I only got through two. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I, I think it's interesting that John G. Um, Alvinson did not, as far as we know, uh, have any, like, rehearsal footage uh, like he did with the first movie. I, I would know. very much like, yeah, would like to watch part two and three if it ever existed. That was a huge uh, uh, thing I, I so enjoyed doing was going through that rehearsal footage as we went through the first movie. And oh, it's, it stinks that I don't have I've got snippets of a first draft and I've got a shooting script where there are some alternate scenes in it and alternate lines. But other than that, oh, I would have loved a rehearsal movie. Yeah. Um, but maybe I don't know. Maybe they didn't. I mean. Maybe they didn't do the same thing. I mean, they he shot the whole movie before he shot the whole movie. Maybe they, you know, they went to Hawaii, they built the sets, they got it filmed, and you know, they took several takes of each scene. But you know, it was more maybe it was more uh, professionally done. I, yeah, I don't know. Could be. Maybe it was less time. Um. Okay. So and then we have our nice classic uh, Miyagi Daniel interaction where. Yeah, Daniel says, what do you expect me to do? And Miyagi says, focus. And he's like, great, what are you going to do? And he says, pray. Love it. <laughs> and Daniel gives the biggest why I ought to look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely a, li- a little, um, what do they call that? To, to kind of break the tension, a little levity there. Yeah, yeah. Miyagi sure. with the jokes, yep. Yeah. But, uh, oh, and I love how, as Daniel's having this nervous breakdown with Miyagi, you see in the background a soldier loading the blocks and the rest of the soldiers counting off the blocks as he's, they're going, one, two. <laughs> they're counting oh, all the way up to six. Yeah. Okay, so the, so you think that's another soldier? I just figured it was like the bartender or something that's adding to it. Uh, oh, I just figured – I figured it was another soldier. But I didn't even think uh, – and as you watch uh, the scene in the next – a uh, couple of minutes. Uh, we'll talk about it on Wednesday, but I never thought about the guy that has to hold the rack. Plays yeah. a big part in, <laughs> in making this because he could just kind of like release some tension as you're hitting the ice, which then would make it even harder to break through. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. He, he, he's trying to help Daniel out. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, Miyagi does exactly what he says. He's, he goes next to the ice and starts. He, the prayer position and um, and Daniel then steps in front of the ice and starts doing the same. And I love that as frustrated as Daniel is like, this is the sequel. He knows better than to doubt Mr. Miyagi. So he's like, all right, I'm going to follow his lead and see how it goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, chosen starts laughing. And I, I think I could have sworn I heard him say like, he's praying. Um, but then it, right before the segment ends, we get a quick shot of Sato just sitting at the bar and he's watching and he doesn't look 
entirely angry. It's almost like he's like, ah, oh, this is something familiar. I noticed this. You know, I, I th- this is something I, you know, th- this kid might have a chance. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, I don't even think it's something familiar. He he knows exactly what it is, and mm. you know the way he looks away after that realization, he knows it's going to happen. Right. All right. As we're wondering if Daniel's going to make it through all six sheets of ice, it uh, probably seems like a perfect time to stop. Uh, so we'll we'll That's a cliffhanger uh, for you guys. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, and thanks for joining me uh, today, Peter. Uh, and I'm hoping you'll be back on Wednesday. Absolutely happy to be here, and uh, thanks for having me. And I would love to return. Uh, for sure. Uh, uh, again, we're, we're waiting for Matt to report back. He, he his, his hand might be in a cast. I'm not sure. Uh, but, uh, did you want to let people know where they can find you? Yeah, sure. Um, if you're interested in checking out our, uh, episode reviews and interviews with cast members from the credit kid movies and Cobra Kai, uh, you can find them all, uh, on any podcast app of your choice, CobraKaiCompanion.com. Companion is spelled with a K, uh, available on, uh, or, I am active on Twitter and Instagram as well. So find me there. Cool. All right. Well, uh, I think that's all we need to say. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. And until next time. All six. All six.